Right, welcome everyone to another episode of Love Island Cast USA. I am Chris Phelps and my co-host is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Great to speak to you again. And I can't wait to get my teeth into this one because things are getting a bit complicated in there now, aren't they? They are, Dave, and just how we like it. (laughs) There isn't a love triangle. There's now a square, Dave. It's, It's absolutely great TV wherever you turn somebody's making a play for someone else but at the center of it all pretty much is Kira and Weston to be honest yeah I must admit I mean it is great entertainment it's great to watch um but I think both of those two Weston and Kira would frustrate the hell out of me if I was friends with them or you know wanting to get romantically involved with either of them preferably Kira But we'll get on to some of that a bit a bit later. But yeah, I, they just seem so indecisive. I mean, I, I've seen it on Twitter that someone said, you know, Yeaman got called out for being a player for one. I'm not even going to call it an indiscretion, but he chose Katrina over Alana. But he never really looked like he was that into Alana, I don't think. So I think it's a little bit unfair to call Yeaman out for being a player, but not Western because yeah. he's... Weston's being, I would say, you know, 70% honest. You know, he's saying to each of the girls, you know, I'm keeping my options open and what have you. There is a connection there. But leaving out these minor details, you know, you know, telling, I think he told both Kyra, uh, not Kyra, uh, Kira, and also Emily, you know, that he doesn't see himself having the fun with Kelsey. And, you know, he's not ever had that conversation with Kelsey. So, yeah, it's all getting very complicated. And throw that into the mix. There seems to be a little something between Emily and Kira as well. Yeah, and and she did say from the start, Kira, that she was bisexual. Nothing wrong with that. It it came about from nowhere. No, look, Dave, if there's an attraction there between them both, then there's an attraction, and and there obviously is. And I, I just hope Emily isn't playing it for the TV airtime, if that makes sense, because she said she's never been in a relationship properly, but she's hooked up with girls. So she's obviously slept with girls. She even says that she lost her virginity to a girl pretty much. So I think in that respect, there is something there. It'll make great TV either way, won't it? And and, and, I'm saying about a triangle, a square, sorry, not a triangle. We've also almost got the start of a hexagon because just tugging at the coattails, he's good old Eric trying to still... (laughs) See if he can do. But don't you think, Dave, and I might be wrong, but he just seems fucking really, really bland now. Like 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 you yeah. said, what if if and you're so right what you said, if you've got to say you're funny, then you're not. And and he hasn't got anything about him other than the fact that he's very intense and that and I think Emily even said it, once that wears off, what else is there? You know what I mean? And that's like even when he was saying today's show about well, you know, I was, I was at my best, the most relaxed with you. And I'm thinking, but you were still being a boring fucker. It wasn't like you were <laughs> winging from the fucking villa or he was doing somersaults or he was sweeping her off her feet and he was being dead funny. He's very, very intense and serious. And he literally, he, I mean, he did drop a line in there, which was like, is this just clever editing again? Because he went, 
oh, I don't like people using my face cream. And I was just standing there all getting ready. <laughs> and I was like, is this another, like, Ovi in the UK one where they just played him out to be really serious and intense at first? And he's actually quite a fun guy. But from what we've seen on the show, I just cannot take to him at all. No, he does. And, and even when he went on that snorkeling date... He just felt like he was trying to be a bit goofy and a bit, you know, a bit eccentric, but just wasn't really pulling it off. And so I, I tell you what, though, Chris, I thought the funniest thing was when he came back from the date and Emily got to choose two dates. So for the second one, she chose Western. But Eric mustn't have been there when Western got the text through. So he's there someday. Then he's like, where's Western? <laughs> like he's on a date with Emily he's like what the fuck so you know he's there chuffed he's like the cat who got all the cream and then it's like ah shit yeah. <laughs> I've been done here and so um yeah I, I don't know it could be a bit of clever editing because we've definitely seen that in the UK haven't we where someone looks like they're really boring they've got no personality and then you start to see these little clues and it's like oh no wait a minute he's just not getting any airtime but I, I agree I think all of the airtime he has he just comes across very intense he has to explain how he's got these other feathers to his bow and I just never buy it you know Chris I am great at basketball uh, I'm also great at football you know for a fact what at least one of those things is a lie don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other one uh, the basketball you've just never seen me play so it's just you can say you're great at anything can't you yeah I actually want to see it you know and, and so that's why I, I don't go for you know unless you're meeting someone for the absolute first time I, I I just don't buy it when you say, oh, yeah, I've got these other different aspects to my personality. You've just never, ever seen them, but they're there, honestly. <laughs> it's brilliant, though, isn't it? It's just like <laughs> oddball characters. Now, Dave, if you don't mind, I want to read out an email we've had from one of our listeners, and it's fantastic because I think it proposes some questions, but it also around about what we're talking about, and I think it's something we should just sort of try and dissect, if that makes sense. So this one's from a guy called Andy Spletzer. A great email. And it is a long one, guys. So if you want to brew, just uh, pull up a chair. This is a great email. It's called Love Island USA. My wife and I have been enjoying your recaps of the USA and UK editions to the point where we no longer listen to the official UK podcast. Well, thank you, Andy. That's brilliant. No, on our delayed Hulu schedule, we just saw the big Curtis Amy blow up. So they're not that far. They're a bit, probably a couple of weeks behind us. Sorry about the length of this email. Please don't apologize, Andy. It's great. But we can't get any friends to watch the US version, and I had to share with someone. About Eric, he's actually a robot. At first, I thought he was a liquid metal T2 T2 sent from the future, but now I think he's a prototype (laughs) of a Westworld host and seeing human emotions. Either way, the Islanders are in danger, so not far from myself, Dave. Here's an actual quote where he describes what the connection between two people is all about. A connection is a bunch of loose wires going into a plug. Need I say more? (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant, Andy, brilliant. More more observations. My wife and I are both glad future cult leader Cashley's gone. All that female attention is making Weston an arsehole or showing his true colours. Dylan is that stereotypical pretty but dumb guy from an 80s frat comedy. It's, it's unfair that they didn't make two guys kiss in the challenge, but even bringing that up 
but even bringing up that idea would probably have caused Yeaman to swim off the island for good. (laughs) (laughs) Final thoughts. At first, I thought their biggest problem was their casting, and they do have huge casting issues. Why else do they have to keep shipping in contestants to up the drama? The worst thing about their casting is that, on average, it's all older guys and younger girls. Now, I think the biggest problem with the America version is the producers, who have no doubt come from any number of our cheap dating shows. You can see in how they coach the Islanders in the diary room. Every interview feels awkward and forced, especially poor Yeaman, who is a player, whether he knows it or not. Thanks for letting me vent, Andy from Seattle. Now, Dave, I think this guy wants a slot on our show because I've loved it quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> It's a brilliant analysis there. But uh, when he's saying T2, I think he means Terminator 2. I think, Andy, you'd love our VHS Strikes Back podcast as well, where we go back and we look at some of those older movies. And we'll be looking in September at that original Terminator. But I do believe, Chris, it is the T-1000, isn't it? The old liquid metal geezer. Yeah, the T-800s, aren't he? I know that one. But Andy's email, Dave, absolutely it brilliant. It's absolutely top, isn't it? So, yeah, I completely agree. He's nailed Eric there. I, I don't... I, <laughs> because we haven't been through the US school system, and the only exposure I have to it is through the movies, you know, where you see all the different kind of uh, cliques and the different groups and whatever. So I haven't really got that feel that Dylan's the dumb guy as such. He seems okay to me, but I can definitely, if I try and place him in one of those groups that I've seen on like, I don't know, American Pie or something like that, then, then absolutely he does fit into that group for sure. Yeah, he does. And, and I, th- I think as well, obviously, we, me, me and you, Dave, and you've been to America far more than me, but, but I've been quite a few times. I love America. I absolutely love it. If I could, I would live in Vegas or I'd live in, especially Vegas, actually. I'd have no money, but I'd love to live in Vegas. <laughs> You'd have to, what would you actually do? Because you can't gamble all the time. You'd have to work the tables or something. Well, I'm hoping to resurrect my music career, Dave. I could be like some, some just <laughs> an Oasis or a, a, an indie tribute band. I could probably just about get away with that with my crappy voice. But even so, a joke in I love America. And I must admit, doing this, the one thing, we know the UK sense of humour. We know the sort of the, the lines you can go to and the way that we take the piss. But the US one, I'm not sure. And I think with Dylan, he's absolutely nailed him to the cross because I just get thinking straight away. He's either the surfer dude or he's the fucking quarterback of the, the, the football team that you see in the films. That sort of douchey guy who's really clever not really clever he's like really reliant on his looks and that he hasn't got a bad personality but that's the the way he's like the portrayal we see of a lot of the american jocks as they call them don't they dave and in the uk we don't have that sort of terminology really to be honest but it's great to see that someone else backs up what i think of dylan to be honest (laughs) i mean i think again i'm gonna fight dylan's corner a little bit here because Generally, oh, all right. So the douchey jock. I generally don't. I don't. I don't know if that exists. And maybe our listeners. In fact, our listeners will definitely know a lot better. But generally, from what I understand, they they're kind of okay guys as well. They're stand up blokes. Just because they're really good at sports and everything doesn't mean they're a complete arsehole. In most of the certainly the eighties movies we watched, they were arseholes as well, weren't we? You know thinking of revenge of the geeks for example <laughs> <laughs> oh no sorry no, not revenge of the geeks revenge of the nerds what am i talking about so yeah i i, I don't know 
let's see. But I mean, it, he didn't get so much airtime tonight, did he, Dylan? And but I do wonder. I think he's very open to having his head turned. I I thought initially he had a good connection with Alexandra, but I I don't really see that anymore. No, I don't, Dave, at all. And I think as well, Caro, he's definitely into Antone, or we would call him Anton, Antone, as they say. And Ray, I think he just, I can't see it between him. I just can't see it between him at all. I just don't get it. I don't get, she's a very, very odd person, Caro, isn't she? I don't think there's <laughs> necessarily a bad bone in her body, but she's just, when she's on telly a lot on the, the screen, I just really, really get annoyed at her because she just gets dead annoying very quickly. Yeah, she is a bit annoying, isn't she, to be fair? But again, that could be us, Chris, in our understated British way, you know, wanting to uh, associate her with people that we know. And I, I don't really know anyone too much like that. I've, I've known people like that in the past, but she's just a, a bit of an odd one, isn't she? I, I could see that her and Ray could have a connection, but, you know, she just gets it wrong, I think. You know, so she'd said, actually, she doesn't want this guy to, to show she doesn't want Anton to show interest in her because she just kind of wants to concentrate on Ray and I thought yeah okay I can get behind that I can see that so so concentrate on Ray then and then the next one Anton gets a text it's like Cara do you do you want to go on a date she's like yeah <laughs> she's like she's well off there and like Ray understandably is a bit annoyed by it so I don't know about you Chris but when I'm like that it's just like look just just leave me to deal with it but she's like sticking her tongue out in a nice playful way and it's like and I'm just like if that was me I'd just be like oh fuck off yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just let me grieve so, in peace you know if you want to be left alone then it's quite an easy thing you know to be to be left alone you just don't reciprocate so again I, we've seen it with Cairo haven't we yeah. She just does seem to flirt with everyone. So I don't actually know. Who is she going to spend that time to get close to? Because I, I just don't know. And I, she says Anton, Anton, however you pronounce it, is her type. So maybe these guys will have a connection. But I, I just don't ever see her spending long enough in one port to actually get that deep connection. Yeah. No, that's, I think, great analysis, Dave, great analysis. But anyway, I mean, Chris, what do you reckon for the recoupling? Because that whole love square slash hexagon thing, I think is the most interesting thing in the villa at the moment. So, I mean, what do you think is going to happen there? I think Emily may go with Kira. I think we might see it, Dave, because she said... Have- have we ever seen anything like that in the UK or the Australian Love Islands at all? No, I, I, I might be wrong. I think a couple of series ago, one of the guys came in and said he was bisexual, but he ended up getting paired up with a girl and he didn't last very long uh, and he never pursued any of the guys. And that, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in the Australian one. I've only seen the last series of the Australian one, so I can't even say how many they've been. But I know, obviously, there is a couple of shows in the US where it's, it's a... It's one oh, at the moment, and I've seen the other series before, but at the moment, he's totally focused on the uh, LGBT community, Dave. The same format, basically, as Love Island. And I've seen the, the sort of um, 
heterosexual version the last two series, but this time, which is right, it should be the diversity in our you know society, it should be. But I know there is one out there at the moment, that's how, and we've been asked to review that, so I'll be interested to watch that in some respects. But no, on Love Island, as far as I can remember, I've never seen it. You see, like, the, the odd girl having a kiss and that, you know, like for one of the games, but never hooking up as a couple. So that that would be quite groundbreaking, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd be all for it. But... I have to say, you know, without that complication, because I think that will happen because we see in tomorrow night's uh, preview, don't we, that Elizabeth's saying, well, I didn't see that one coming. That's the only thing that I can think would really prompt that reaction. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think fair enough. And But what that'll be left with, potentially, is Kelsey choosing Western. But tonight, I think she really showed that She's kind of leaving herself out of the equation a bit. She's giving Weston enough time. And I, I must admit, Chris, I was thinking to myself, don't be so bloody diplomatic. Just, just fucking go for what you want to go for. It, it seemed to me that she was being super diplomatic. I, and a lot of what she's saying, she's not wrong, but she's being too nice. sensitive there. I, and I think she should just... Lay it a bit. If she really wants Western, and I think she does, you don't see her sort of talking to the other guys and and keeping her options open there. So I think she should just go for it. To be honest, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I do agree. I think I think she come out of it really nice. She come across really respectful. He probably didn't deserve the respect what she did, but I thought she come across as a really nice girl. To be honest, Dave. So I, I do I do hope she gets or finds somebody because I don't think Western's the one for her. Right, so if you do want to get in contact with the show, guys, on Twitter, at Love Island Cast. If you want to email the show, theloveislandcast at gmail.com. I want to thank everyone, as always, for getting involved with the show. Great email by Andy. If you do feel like what Andy has said, or if you feel differently, please send in your emails, because we love reading them out and talking about them. And it just shows that we're actually doing something that people are enjoying. So thank you so much, guys. And also, big thanks again to everyone who listened to our UK Love Island show. It was a great ride, and thanks to everyone who supported us. And if you are listening to this, we've got a few people listening to the show who don't actually watch the US version. Uh, There is ways of finding it online. If not, it will be available later on this year on, I think it's ITV at some point. So thank you very much. Now, Dave, over to you. What have you got for us, please, mate? Well, I have to say, Chris, it will make me chuckle quite a bit if Kira and Emily couple up because at the minute, Weston feels like he's the man. And honestly, I look at that hairline and I think, mate, you've got about 10 years left of that hair and then it's going to disappear, so make the most of it. But right now, he's probably thinking to himself, I'm 60 and I know it. (laughs) 